You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. Hello, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another episode of Heart of Dixie, Season 2, Episode 8, Achy Breaky Heart. So you're, you're back with us. I'm Paige Sullivan. We are missing Whitney Lane today, but we are joined by our lovely co-host. Um, I'm Kathy Kelly, filling in for Whitney. I'm Christine Archer. Hi, I'm Michelle Renee. Filling in for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was a busy episode. Very busy. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of triangles. Too busy, I think. You thought so? Like, what was this? Like a season finale or something? Like, it just was too much going on in one episode. You like they were trying to wrap it all up. Yeah. Why do you need to have so many breakups in one? I mean, I guess the episode was called Achy Breaky Heart, but so much drama in one episode? Like, she saves them for later, right? Saves them for later. <laughs> I know. They still have a whole rest of the season to go. But I, I liked it. I thought it was things that needed to be said because everything was falling into place too much. For Wade and Zoe, they were too easy. Too comfortable. Yeah, just too too easy and too comfortable for my liking. And I think with the break coming up in, what, now two weeks, they probably want to try to leave everyone wanting to come back in January. So, Oh, yeah, they always do that. They always do that. <laughs> so we'll start off with our first kind of love triangle, not really a love triangle, um, between Brooke, Emily, and Magnolia. So Brooke once I'm going to move in with them and Magnolia is not having that and she's also having a little blue hair this week so I was very surprised I thought that that was going to work out for Brick and I'm kind of sad that it didn't too because we like we had Tim in here a few weeks ago and I thought that he had almost hinted at it working out so I was a little bit surprised that it didn't but he didn't hint otherwise I mean I thought things were going well for Brick mm-hmm. and he made it seem he that tried way. to trick us off yeah. but I mean it is a drama so she could come back later in the season I do mean, you want her know. to come back um, I do because um, I could just see that being like a marriage or something. I mean, I feel like they need a marriage. No, like someone has to get married. Someone has to have the happily ever after in this season. Not saying that someone else couldn't have one like next season or at the end of this season. But, I mean, couldn't you guys just see them getting married? Yeah. Out of all the people that broke up in this episode, I did not think that it was going to be them. Like no. the way that she left it when he when he asked her to move in, it seemed like things were going well. It Mm. seemed like it was on the tip of her tongue she was about to say yes. Mm -hmm. And then the next day they were going to be playing house and they weren't. Which is kind of sad. But it was cute to see Emily really put herself out there and try and help Magnolia. Because Magnolia, she's hard. Yeah, why help Magnolia if you were going to break up with Brooke? Because I would have been like, fine, you little brat. I I don't think she was going to break up with Brooke. I think Brooke put too much pressure on the relationship and she was just having fun. 
Brick's been single for 13 years and he said it on the show. I don't think she's been single that long and necessarily wants to be with this guy who's only been with the mother of his children and no one else. She's also like over the age of 40 though, so she kind of needs to like speed it up probably. All right, okay. <laughs> but I do think she may be a little bit younger than Brick. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She the does age, look younger. Obviously, but she seemed like she might have at least 10 years. Why was Magnolia so against it at first? I didn't get that. I I would feel like she would want her dad to be happy. I almost thought the whole thing was going to turn into like a you're replacing my mom and so that's why I don't like you but she really didn't even ever say that it was more just I, I don't really know what it was about to be honest. Magnolia's never really had a mother figure though. That's so you true. would think that she would welcome that. Right. I mean she's had Lemon and now Lemon's kind of out of the picture. I think that it's just her being a teenager. Honestly, I mean, I know if I were back when I was in high school and my dad was like, oh, I'm going to have a new girlfriend move in, I'd be like, no, you are not. <laughs> like, I just think it's something that all teenage girls have in them. If it's something they don't foresee or that's going to derail, she has brick wrapped around her finger. And if Emily moves in, that's another person she's going to have to make work for her, you yeah. know, make work in her life. And I don't think it would be as easy. And Emily would be more willing to say, Brooke, like, stop giving her everything she wants. Stop letting her do whatever she wants. Maybe that was why. Or maybe less attention from her. You know, it's since Lemon's moved out, it's just her and Brooke there alone. She has him all to herself. Like, she doesn't want that attention taken away from her. You yeah. know, she wants to be daddy's little girl, maybe. Yeah. A few episodes ago when they were, like, struggling to, you know, cook for themselves and clean for themselves, you, I just felt like she should have welcomed that. From the start, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's sad because I feel like out of everybody, like you were saying, there has to be, I want a happy ending for somebody. And I want it to be Brick because he's been single for so long. And he was kind of left in a really brutal way. And she has her own family now with other kids. And he raised his daughters. And I feel like if somebody deserves it, you know, he deserves it. Yeah. And I think of all the relationships that are going on in the show right now, his was the one that seemed like it might actually work out for him. And then it just didn't. It went from like being great one second to them just breaking up and her never coming back. It's the CW. Allegedly. They always like, flip that on you. Why does every relationship have to be dysfunctional? Why can't there just be one relationship that just kind of starts normally? Mm-hmm. It moves on to, you know, marriage and every, everyone. I don't think is there is, good. like you're saying, I don't think there is one relationship that actually hasn't hit a crazy bump in the road. Yeah. Not one. Nope. Maybe Wanda. 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 I was Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but them. Even they had their little, uh, what, he was like breaking out in hives because she wanted the to The virginity thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was a little snag, but still. Just a bump in the road. <laughs> <laughs> he had some ointment. A couple bumps. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I think I agree with you, Michelle. I wish they would just have like one normal... I, the show can be so relatable at times, but then at other times it's like not everybody's life is this complicated. Not everybody is breaking up all the time. Yeah. And like Christine said, especially at their age, a lot of older people like date someone for a very short period of time and then get married just because they know that they're older. And, and they're dying. Yeah. Oh, well. They settle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't mean to be that harsh. harsh. <laughs> I don't mean to be that harsh, but yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well... No, that happened real fast though. That whole love triangle, like the whole, it happened throughout the whole episode, but it progressed and ended so fast. Everything between the three of them. Mm-hmm. This was the first time that we really saw. I mean, I guess before we we knew that Magnolia wasn't a huge fan of Emily, but we never really saw her like actively dislike Emily until this episode. And then like thirty seconds later, she's you know. Like, buddy-buddy with her. I don't even remember her not being a fan of Emily. I thought her and Lemon were happy that he was dating Emily. 
Well, Lemon, remember, like, I'm trying to think, when Lemon gave her, accidentally gave her the seafood, was was she upset at that point, or was she okay with the relationship? No, I think Lemon likes the relationship, so that's why I thought Magnolia was on board. I don't think they've even addressed Magnolia in this whole relationship until tonight, which is why it was weird. It was like a weird side story this episode. Was it that she doesn't like Emily, or she didn't want Emily to move in? Because I... It yeah. maybe was only moving she into didn't want her to move in. That was a little too much, but she was okay. I mean, it's her territory. It's her yeah. house. I know. She she has snide remarks, though, when they were playing that game. She's like, oh, this house is only big enough for two. Aww. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. She learned something from Lemon, huh? Yeah. But, oh, well, moving on to Lemon. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lemon's triangle is almost even more brutal. Than yeah. <laughs> it's sad. Like, yeah, she doesn't like Lemon. Michelle doesn't like <laughs> I like Lemon. I just don't like Ruby. I don't know how I feel about Lemon and Levon, but I don't like Ruby. I, I know you're a Ruby fan, but I just, I, I don't know. I'm kind of glad she's gone, I'm to be honest. I'm a Ruby fan. Michelle and I had this whole dispute last week um, <laughs> when you guys were all out of town because I think that Lemon's a mean girl. I mean, you, Michelle agrees. Yes. And then we also don't really like Ruby. We don't think that she's going to last very long, so it's... We want Levon to find someone because he seems like an amazing character. Like, he seems like a southern gentleman, and he's really the only person who's been honest the entire time, or the only guy. Yeah. Former football player. He's attractive. Nice body. <laughs> he's the mayor of Bluebell now. Like, he's a catch. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what everyone's tripping about. But there's nobody in the town. <laughs> You know, he, he went back to a place where there's very few women that you can date. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting over him at one point. I mean, Annabeth didn't know that Lemon had a past with him. And she was going. For, I think that would have been cute. That would have been cute. To be yeah. honest. And it's sad that it got sidetracked by Lemon. Because I don't think that will ever work. I don't. In my opinion, it's just too far-fetched. It's just. It, it would be too easy for it to all work out for the two of them. She's like the queen of Bluebell anyways. And him being the mayor just wouldn't sit well I don't think I kind of hope that they bring in a new character for him because I think Ruby was almost brought in with the intention of having the viewers not like her because I I don't know at least I just really don't like her so maybe it's just me but um but I feel like maybe he needed kind of like you know not she's not bad but the kind she's kind of mean conniving a little bit and so maybe have that get past that and then have like a nice girl for Levon because I think that's what he needs if if he went straight from you know Lemon dumping him or breaking up with him and then Lemon being broken up with and going straight to him, you would still hate Lemon. I feel like this entire season the producers have made it and the writers have made it where viewers are starting to feel sympathy for her. Like, they see that she's got some genuine qualities to her. Yeah. And and Tim, when he was here joining us, he said that about her. He said, you know, nobody else could play this character and have you like her. And we all... Not all of us like her, but we do like her. And I didn't like her in season one. And this season, I feel like every episode, I like her a little more. And I feel for her a little more. And I can relate to her a little bit more. And I just think she's just showing more feeling and not being so cold-hearted and rude. Because mm-hmm. she was rude season one. She clearly had a lot of issues to deal with season one. And I feel like she's kind of dealing with them throughout season two. Um, she's becoming more independent and thus after dealing with them she becomes more likable because she's a a better person were you guys surprised to see that she basically after kind of ruining ruby and levon's relationship that she tried to fix it no 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 you said yes Kathy. i I think she tried to fix it but were you surprised to see that she tried to or did you expect her to 
kind of take advantage of the situation. And um, no, I feel like she is changing. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't surprised by it. I kind of feel like that's the way things have been going. Even last episode when she's like, oh, we'll name it Anna Best Catering. Like, that's just <laughs> that's just too simple. and Very Disney. It's, yeah. it's always too simple. Like, she said last week, it's like, oh, we'll name it Anna Best. And then when she's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. She's like, oh, I didn't expect you to say yes so fast. And then even though she tries to fix it, she, I think she does that because she thinks it's going to be the like it's the right thing to do. But in the back of her mind, you know that conniving Sneaky Lemon is <laughs> hoping and praying that they don't work out. So then she can have her cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like the whole thing might just be this, like, oh, let me. I mean, not that I, she didn't tell Levon that and she that she and um, Zoe had kind of come up with this whole plan. But I first thought that maybe this was just going to be an opportunity for her to kind of show Levon what a good yeah. person she is now. I I wasn't surprised that she tried to help them get back together. I was surprised though that she started scheming with Zoe. Like I did not see. It was so weird to see them almost acting like they were friends. best friends. Yeah. And we've only seen them do that one time before, and that was right after her breakup with George, and she was there with the knife, and everybody thought she was trying to kill Zoe, and they kind Mm -hmm. of worked out things. I just feel like she felt like Zoe was the only one on her side in this, and I think that's the only reason she went to Zoe, was because she knew Zoe didn't like Ruby anymore, and who else better than LaVon's best friend and roommate to help bring Ruby down? Which... Can someone refresh my memory? Why is she so against Ruby? Because. Like, what? Why does she hate Ruby so much? Because when they were in the store and Lemon was stealing that pregnancy test and LaVon was taking mm-hmm. the blame for it and Zoe yelled, LaVon got arrested or something like along those lines, Ruby leaked it to the papers. And Zoe felt like that was a betrayal of their friendship, not just yeah. the mayoral race. She thought it was just kind of, you know. She so saw, do you all think she's overreacting? That was like three episodes ago, and she's still holding her grudge. And Levon's over it at this point, so you would think she'd be getting And the, the mayor, the mayor, what, how do you say that? Mayor, mayoral. Mayor? Yes. <laughs> mayoral. Mayoral, okay. That race is over. Like, they're in a relationship now. And I feel like if she is... Levon's friend, like he said, then she needs to accept the fact that they're in a relationship and stop holding this silly grudge over nothing. I think I think the writers of the show are blowing it Mm-mm. out of proportion. Uh. I don't think it's a silly grudge at all. I think that a race like that brought out um, Ruby's true colors, and I feel like she is deep down the type of person who would backstab. I mean, <laughs> this is such a stereotype, but like female CEOs, they are, which is with a capital yeah. B, like. She, I feel like Zoe, her allegiances lie with Levon. The only reason why she's still holding this grudge against Ruby is because she did see that side of Ruby. She's the only one that still remembers because Levon has his, you know, love glasses on and can't remember this. He, she's trying to protect her friend. I agree. And I think in a friendship, it once you lose trust, you will always remember that. You will always have that. Whether or not you forgive them and you move on as friends, you'll have that in the back of your head. I think in a relationship, you are so much more willing to forgive somebody. If you love somebody and really want it to work, you'll forget. You see women doing it all the time. And men also, if somebody lies to them or cheats on them, they forgive and they forget. But I feel like with friends, we're a little bit harsher with each other. We expect more out of our friends. I don't, I don't think that's right, but I think we do. And I think that's why Zoe doesn't like Ruby and that's why she won't let up on it. Mm-hmm. But she will forgive Lemon for the whole season and a half of, like, you know, crap that she put her through. But they're like, not it's friends. Just very, um, well, this episode, they were, like, 
Two peas in a pod. Three peas in a pod. I think the difference is that Lemon, this entire season, has been constantly proving herself on how she's trying to become a better person. And Ruby just said, I'm sorry. She didn't do anything. There were no actions involved for showing that she's going to, you know, stick around and she's putting LaVon first. She, I mean, she's... See, I disagree. I think she, okay, granted, I think she's a strong woman. And the feminist in me, like thinks that that's commendable for someone who's not going to just settle and be like, you know what, I'm in love and I like this man, but I'm going to put my career first. Like, it's 2012. No. They can do a long-distance relationship. I completely agree. In an outside situation, I would, I mean, like, if I were in that situation, I was offered a CEO job somewhere else, I would, you know, definitely try out for it or, you know, go to that interview. But in this show, I mean... I'm siding with LaVon. Like, I, she made a promise that she wanted to stay in Bluebell for their relationship. And, well, she wasn't going to go in her defense, but then they messed it up. But if she hadn't gone, I think it would just have come back to bite them in the butt. I think she would have regretted it or held it against LaVon, saying, I could have had that job. I could have been that CEO in Dallas. I could have been doing the things I love to do. Bluebell was supposed to be, like she said, it was just like a rest stop. It wasn't supposed to be anything. And it became huge. And, she, and and originally it was really she wanted to get back at LeVon and I'm going to be the mayor of this town. And I think that was more appealing to her than a relationship. If, at least if she's the mayor of something, she's in charge of it, you know, mm-hmm. and she's yeah. used to being the CEO. So I feel like, like you're saying, good for her. Go after. I think she should go after that job. Just be mindful this is a new relationship. It's hard enough making a regular relationship that's got good backbone to it last in a long-distance relationship, let alone something that just started. And something that ended badly before. And she kind of brought that up when they were at the dinner table. She said, like, you're basically the same jackass that you are in college is the word that she used. Um, And so I don't know. I feel like she's probably hesitant for that reason, too, because not only is he kind of not trusting her now, but she's seen before that he might not necessarily be um, as trusting of hers as he should or act as gentlemanly as as we see him act, I guess. I agree. I think think they're not going to last. Yeah. Well, at least she's making a few sacrifices, so we have to at least give her a little bit of credit. No, I know everyone hates her. But, I mean, just give her a little bit of credit. It's hard. She's she's not going to go until January. And (laughs) I I am genuinely surprised that they lasted this entire episode. I knew that someone was going to break up, and the second that she went to Dallas, like, the second that she they got in that limo and she didn't look like she was having any of it. I, I was like, okay, they're done. Finally. <laughs> I Part of me feels for LaVon because I do like LaVon a lot and I want him to find love. And like we we're saying, he's such a cat and he's so sweet. And when first Ruby came to Bluebell, we were all like, woo, yes, a breath of fresh air, somebody who gets along with Zoe, somebody who is on the New York kind of mindset and likes LaVon. Well, she didn't like LaVon. She used to like LaVon. But it seemed like that could be something that works. And like you said, once she showed her true colors, I think that's why I don't like her. But her coming back does show that she's willing to sacrifice a little. It's just, still to me, it doesn't seem like it'll last. When she's in Dallas, are they going to do the Emily and Brooke thing for a couple episodes and then end it? It's just... I guess we'll see. He's not mm-hmm. He's not leaving Bluebell. Do you guys think that anything will happen with Lemon and LaVon in the near future? Or is that kind of done? I think that it, they will hint at it. I don't know if it will actually come to fruition until either the very end of the season or sometime next season. Mm-hmm. 
I have to agree. I think I was honestly a little bit surprised when she went not I I wasn't surprised that she baked him a cake. That's a very lemon thing to do. But Mm -hmm. um, but when he kind of said, you know, he opened up and said it took me a really long time to get over you. And like now I finally found someone who like makes me happy and almost kind of said, like, I am over you now. And I was a little surprised she didn't say something at that point because, you know, she's almost told Levon multiple times in the past few episodes how she really feels about him still. But I don't, I don't know if she's going to. I think at this point it might almost be too late for Lemon and Levon. She's, I think she's growing as a person, and she's finally realizing that if you genuinely care about someone, and I think she genuinely cares about Levon, you will put their feelings before your own, and that's what she did in this situation. She, you know, even though she was feeling for him, she was hurt and almost in tears. She realized that he was hurt. He wanted to be with Ruby. It was going to be hard for him to get over, and she then orchestrated a plan to help them, you know. And is that ultimately the way you want to get with somebody, like, to make a relationship happen? I I think that is so sad to be, oh, how did you and Daddy meet? Oh, well, I ran his old girlfriend out of town and <laughs> <laughs> shut up at his house with a bunt cake, <laughs> you know. I just, I don't, I don't think, in her heart, you know, she had this huge fairy tale with George for such a long time, mm-hmm. and now she wants what she lost with Levon. I think she's going to need to take a break. I think she... I, I think when anybody gets out of a 15-year relationship, they should be single for a while. I wonder who's next for Lemon. I've been thinking about that. You know, she really messed up with the guy at the bar. She should have gone, that guy, like, a few episodes back, it it didn't last when she was competing with Ruby, basically, to see Mm -hmm. who could get the guy first. I think she should have stuck with him. That might have been a good option for her. Tim did tell us that she's going to, he did hint, right? He did. At Mm -hmm. the fact that she's going to have a man in her life soon. Really? So we'll see. Mm -hmm. I missed that. So we'll see. We'll see who it is. But I think the underlying thing between all of this is just honesty. They all have to be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. People be honest with each other. <laughs> this whole episode was about that, I felt like. Love triangles and, yeah. Telling each other the truth. Mm-hmm. Telling each other your true feelings. Yeah. Except Lemon's not doing that, which yeah. might backfire But that's for eventually. a good reason. That's true. It is, it is. Yeah. Well, make sure to go to iTunes, rate, comment, and let us know what you think and tell us what you guys think about the love triangles because there's a lot going on with love triangles in these episodes. Yeah. So Speaking of honesty, keep it honest with us and leave us a comment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And everyone here at AfterBuzz does really read the comments. We do, you know, whether it's good or bad, they help us improve. Um, and we always want to bring you the best comment or best content possible. So that's the way that we can keep on improving for you guys. Exactly. We check every week, so. Yeah. And then I guess there's one more love triangle that we want to talk about. But before we do that, um, I just want to mention really quickly that um, everyone's probably been shopping online. On Cyber Monday was just a couple days ago. I know I did some online shopping. Um, but if you forgot anyone or still need to get things before the holidays, then head on over to our website, AfterBuzzTV.com, and click on the Amazon banner. If you're going to buy anything on Amazon.com, make sure you go to AfterBuzz's website first because we get a little kickback when you click on that banner. And um, anything that you purchase, same amount of money, same price. Um, so it's absolutely free to you to use it. Um, but we get a little kickback and then it helps us keep the lights on here at After Buzz <laughs> and again bring you all that great free content. So Exactly. So <laughs> on to the last love triangle. I feel like exhausted by this episode. And somebody else like yeah. <sighs> okay. Next one. Like <laughs> next problem. Uh Zoe, George and Wade, which it honestly didn't feel like a love triangle at first. And Tansy. And Tansy. <laughs> it's like a square. 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 It's a square. And Connor. 
We have to Connor. mention Connor. Oh my gosh, he was Con- so cute, the so little- cute in the non-conventional. He looked like way, the little boy from Up, like with did, his yeah. little Boy Scout suit on and the the chunky. I don't know, yeah, <laughs> so teeth. chubby and cute, and yeah, his teeth were all crisscrossed. He was just so cute and curly hair. He was funny. He, he had was, good one-liners. He was hilarious. He was really funny. He's my favorite part of this episode. <laughs> that. Him and then the yearbook where Magnolia, this is kind of like track, had X'd out his face. That was, that was my really favorite funny. Part of the episode. Oh yeah. my gosh. But yes, yeah, so um, it comes down to starts off with Zoe and Wade in bed, and obviously George comes in and they start talking about the honesty thing. You know, we should just tell him. And Zoe's, Zoe's a big believer in not telling George. And obviously that's because of her feelings for George. She doesn't want him to know she's moving on in more way. Like, I don't, she's not moving on. She's just taking her time with Wade while George figures out what he's doing. But, um, and Wade wants to tell George. So that's kind of like where this all stems from, this whole triangle square thing. So we lost 10 points in my book tonight. I was so mad at the end of the episode when she, I mean, first of all, like fake it a little better, please. Like you can at least not act like you're super upset that, that you like care that George knows about you. But I don't know. I was really hoping that they would just work out. And I don't know. I feel like it's been stretched out for so long with with Wade kind of being this bad boy who doesn't want a relationship and doesn't want to commit. And I was I I think they really need to have Zoe and Wade together to kind of give the audience what they want, because tonight was not what at least what I wanted. So it seems like they're going to hash it out next episode. I mean, he has so much pent up frustration with this. It's clear that he wants something more than a monogamous hookup. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, this whole episode was about Zoe wearing her heart on her sleeve. She can't hide her emotions. And if she did legitimately want something with Wade, she would tell the whole town. Like, she would be upfront with George and, you know, let him move on. I'm a little confused, too, because, honestly, Zoe and George have not, like, been around each other, have not seen each other in at least, what, four or five episodes now? Mm -hmm. I feel like we really haven't seen them together. The only time was maybe two episodes ago when they were in the bar together for a second, and then George left, and that was pretty much it. And I think, I actually really like George and Tansy. I think that's a good combination. Uh, I don't know. You don't like it? (laughs) I don't know. Well, first off, I feel like there's no chemistry between George and Zoe anymore. And I don't know if that's just me, but I I don't feel like any tension between them. I just feel like they're friends, and that's And it. that's how they act, because last week when they were at the bar together, he was like, oh, you told me to date, remember? But it wasn't, like, a, a jab at her or that he was wishing he was with her. It was like, you told me to date, so I'm dating. Yeah. Like, like legit friendship status. And I thought that she was over it, too, until tonight. Um, I just thought that she didn't realize it yet. Um, but clearly, she's not over him. She doesn't really want him to date. It doesn't seem like Wade is completely over Tansy, but this sounds really bad. I feel like George can do better than Tansy. I feel like she is a very sweet girl, but she's kind of crazy. And I kind of see him, uh, not that he can do better, but I I feel like she would be the placeholder for him. Mm-hmm. And he's going to aim for a more highbrow girl. Well, and, I, think, oh, wait. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think you mentioned that you didn't think that Wade was over Tansy. But I think he is. I think his his reluctancy was because he still cares about her, but I don't think he cares about her like that. I think he just cares about her as a friend, and he didn't want to see George screw her over mm-hmm. because he figured that George was still going after Zoe. 
But and, then Zoe, I mean, George kind of indicates that he's not really, he's ready to move on. So. Yeah, and it almost seems like it's more about Zoe the whole time. Because if he goes for, for Tansy, then it almost makes it okay for Wade to go for Zoe. But I don't think Wade thinks Zoe wants that. I I don't I honestly think that with Zoe and Wade and George it's one of those situations where I don't know if Zoe necessarily still wants George but I think she just doesn't want him to want someone else and I I hope that she kind of realizes that in the next episode because I think at this point at least Zoe and Wade is a much better combination than Zoe and George because I agree with what you said Kathy like mm-hmm. there's really no chemistry left with Zoe and George anymore at this point I don't know that she doesn't want George to date other people I think she does I feel like she is the type of person that always needs a backup plan and I think that George is now her backup plan I think deep down um, Zoe's character thinks that she can do better than Wade that Wade is the placeholder in this whole situation and she's going to, you know, have her fun with him and then 10 years down the line or 5 years down the line when she wants to get more serious, she's going to end up with a doctor, a lawyer, someone who has their stuff together. And we kind of talked about this a while back how how Zoe kind of has this picture painted of what her life should be and her parents have kind of, I mean, her dad's like a really well-known doctor and so she kind of has these really high expectations for herself and I think she thinks that other people also have those expectations for her and I think that She's probably, like you said, struggling to accept that Wade, like, kind of fulfills those expectations because he's not a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, super successful businessman or something. He's just works at the bar. And and the chemistry is there between the two of them. They seem to be having fun and the sexual tension's always there. And even though they've been going at it for a while and last week was the romance thing, Mm -hmm. you, you still feel like they like being around each other. And it's not forced and it's not just about... Oh, are you coming over tonight? Okay, I'll see you at 10. We'll yeah. do this thing. Like, it's it's like they like being together. Yeah. It's so easy, though, and I'm glad that you said that. Like, it's so easy for someone um, to be comfortable in a relationship, but then once you involve those outside people, I feel like it's almost vultures. Like, she, Zoe is more worried about what other people are going to think about her and her relationship than what her relationship actually is, like, what she has. I think that's really, I mean, she says, like, I don't want to hurt George's feelings. I don't want him to know about us for that reason, but I really don't think that's what it is. I think it's that she's worried of what other people will think of her and Wade's relationship. That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. sad. It's very disheartening, especially because Wade is also developing as a character, and he, like, stopped being a womanizer mm-hmm. for her. Like, he tried to be romantic last week. You know, he's being more genuine and caring, and now she's kind of screwing him over, so. Isn't that, that what sucks. every girl kind of strives for, is, like, turning the bad boy into a good guy? And she's done that. And now she's, like, not satisfied. I mean, enough girls get screwed over in day-to-day life. So whenever a guy gets screwed over, sometimes (laughs) I smile a little bit inside. But it's that cycle. (laughs) I do. No, it's it's totally that cycle. Like, the, you know, bad guy screws over the good girl. She turns into a, you know, heartless witch. And then (laughs) she screws over a good guy. And, like... Yes. The endless cycle. I have to wonder if in the next episode, because really Wade has not, I mean, he said obviously like I like you. She knows that. But he really hasn't like flat out said this is how I feel about you. This is what I want from this relationship. And I wonder if he did that, what her reaction would be if she would say like maybe that would help her to realize that that is what she wants. 
And I, I think, like you said, it might kind of come to a head in the next really, in the next episode because it's got to end somehow. Like, right now, it's in this very awkward, like, I'm just going to go home and sit on my couch and play video games and not come over later tonight. And I think we'll see <laughs> maybe next week what's going to happen with that. It's pride's mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a segue into them finally making their relationship official. Maybe. I think it's going to end for some time. You do? Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> Actually, I feel like because we have the break coming up, that might be kind of a good cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and that could happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then they'll get back together the first episode in January. So. I, I think that Zoe needs to have some time to realize what she would be losing if she lost Wade. Like, she doesn't fully appreciate what she has right now. Or if she, I think if she loses Wade, and Wade is still a good guy when she loses him. You know what I mean? Like, he's still a good friend. He's still a good person. He doesn't go back to being that disgusting womanizer. And if she loses the friendship she has with him, they're joking around in the playfulness, that's what will make her realize she misses Wade. Like, if she loses Wade altogether, not just as a sexual partner. And I think also Zoe's not going to be a happy camper, no pun intended, um, <laughs> if if Wade starts seeing other girls. Because I, I have a feeling that she would not be too happy about that and that might be the thing she needs to make her realize that she actually really does want Wade. Mm-hmm. Get your stuff together, Zoe. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Who would ever ever thought that Zoe would be like the hot mess of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. And she wasn't even really, but at the end it was just kind of like, oh. She ruined it. You want to smack mm-hmm. She ruined it. Yeah. She had such a cute outfit on, but she just looked so, <laughs> she looked so stupid. She always does. Yeah, she always looks so good. Oh, I love her clothes. Then she had that doofy look on her face when he's like, oh. Like, when he's like, I'm not coming over tonight. Like what Christine was saying, though, fake it a little better. You know, fake it. Because you're making him, it's so obvious to him that you care so much more about how George feels about you than him. Yeah. Like, it, it's not... I think nice. That was more for the viewers, though. Yeah, like we needed to know that she actually felt. Yeah, I know. I know. But couldn't she have cried behind closed doors or something (laughs) like that? (laughs) Felt bad for him. I felt bad for him. But yeah, is there anything else you guys wanted to touch base on? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Crazy episode. (laughs) A lot going on. Yeah, but so now it's time for our news and gossip. After Buzz TV news. All right. Uh, according to TVLine.com, we have a new character that's going to have a recurring Ooh. role. Um, he's going to be playing Lemon's sexy cousin. Um, <laughs> oh, God. This is Travis Van Winkle, who apparently is on Happy Endings. He's also been on CSI Miami and 90210. And he is going to be Jonah Freeland. So... Mm. I don't know where he's going to fit into things. I don't know, maybe someone new for Zoe. When you said he, I thought it was instantly going to be someone for Lemon. And then you said Lemon's cousin. <laughs> cousin. I was like, well, it is the South. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> hey, could happen. Uh, we talked about this a little last week, how Michaela Maroney only had that one little part. But she does have, um, I guess, a reoccurring role. role. She's going to be on more episodes Um I follow Claudia, Claudia on Twitter, her. and she was tweeting lots of pictures today of um, McKaylee, who is Rose, mm-hmm. um, and also Michaela, um, and then herself, and even Scott, Scott Porter. Por- yeah, yeah. Scott Porter. Then Jamie retweeted it and was like, I'm dying over this. They were doing like the not impressed face <laughs> for the Olympics. So she will be on at least one more episode, if not more than that. So that's, that's nice. Yeah, that's exciting. And she said that she also wants to do shows like Awkward or How I Met Your Mother, but. She also realizes she's a little young for How I Met Your Mother. Um, <laughs> this is based on an interview that she did with um, Teen Vogue. Maggie. And that's Michaela Maroney. Yes. That I'm talking about. She could do awkward for sure. Yeah. 
And I think How I Met Your Mother is about to end, right? It's I think like so. Last yeah. season, last season yeah. I thought. Maybe some little... Maybe that's, maybe that's somewhere. the kid he's talking to. So how <laughs> mother. She'll be in the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and what else? Uh, there is a new Pinterest board for Heart of Dixie fans. It's called Home is Where the Heart of Dixie is. <laughs> uh, so that's an interesting Pinterest board if you want to check that out. And um, that's pretty much all I have for our news and gossip. Mm. Today. Well, it's always good. So they're always up to something. I feel like the Heart of Dixie people, they're so busy. So busy. But in regards to busy, predictions for next week. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Uh, me? Do you want me to start? You look yeah, like you're, yeah. Busting. you're busting at the seams over there. I know. <laughs> I'm just worried because I know that there were so many like ups and downs in this week, like this episode in relation to well, relationships, um, I just really, I'm worried because I think that Zoe and Wade are going to bite the dust next week. That would be sad. But I think she's, I think you're right. I she think. doesn't deserve him if she doesn't think that he's worth her time. Exactly. I agree. I think, I, I mean, I don't want to see them end, but maybe for Wade to be happy, it has to end for a little bit. And plus, I think next week might be the last episode before the break. So they're bound to leave us wanting more. So I think... Whether it's between Wade and Zoe, something is going to leave us upset between at least one couple, if not more. Or even friends, who knows? Mm -hmm. Do you think that, because I I think I agree with you at least, I think there might be two more episodes because there's one next week and then the the holiday episode the week after that. But um, So I think I agree that I think by the last episode of, of this year that they will probably have that end. But do you think before that, that Wade will kind of tell Zoe how he feels about her and what he wants out of it, or will it will something else happen? I hope it happens. I don't know. I mean, he's he's been so closed off with his feelings, and the fact that he didn't say something tonight when his intention for going over there was to have the conversation about how he thinks he's a placeholder. Um, I I don't know if he'll open up. I feel like. He might, because at that point he was just hurt. He was he was clearly upset that that Zoe wasn't basically that she was upset by George. Sorry, um, but I feel like he might by next week become more angry, and I think that might lead him a to fight. go and confront Zoe and basically say, "Hey, like you're being a like you said a bitch." Basically, um, <laughs> sorry that language, but um, but anyway, and and kind of say like you, I I've basically committed myself to you not directly but I think he's going to kind of say that to her and say I want to be with you and I don't know how she's going to react I think she might not react the way that he wants her to he's Mm. doing romantic things though and he's being monogamous which is huge and I don't know I I don't know I think it'll all play out I think it has to play out before the break yes yeah it's inevitable. They're going to be done, though. None for you, Michelle, though. You I, always have good I ones. I don't have anything. I don't know. I just, I don't think it's going to be as doom as doom and gloom as it appears to be. Like, two breakups in one episode, someone's got to get back together. That's that's my only prediction. I don't know which couple it'll be, but... I think LaVon and Ruby are going to stick it out longer, which is unfortunate. I I feel like they're going to go past the, the winter finale, and they're going to stick around until at least the end of the season or like mid well you got high hopes for them (laughs) no I mean I I said the opposite last last week but honestly I feel like I see them going longer than I'd hoped well actually (laughs) if the holiday episode is coming in they're planning on doing a holiday episode 
the new year is fast approaching for Ruby mm-hmm. and her new job. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe... That's true. I was confused when she said, like, oh, it's a while until the new year. I was like, it's less than a, a month. month. Or, like, a month, exactly, yeah. But um, are, are they on the same schedule as we're on? I don't think so. Because, like, they haven't had Planksgiving yet. I don't and think they're like, having it this year. If you can not? only do Planksgiving once. Yeah. And if they're having a holiday episode, like, in two weeks, then clearly it's meant to be, like, December, you know? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. That makes sense. Wow. What about George and Tansy? What do you guys think will happen with that? I think that'll happen. Yeah? hmm <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen for a while. I like it. I think she's better than Laura Bundy's character and the other, like, uh, Daisy, that, I think, was her name was or on. something. She was awful, so I'm pro-Tansy. Yeah. I, I think that what's going to happen is Zoe and um, Wade are going to end before this winter finale. Zoe's going to go after George for a little bit while he's trying to get with Tansy. That's going to blow up in all of their faces. And then finally, before the end of the season, she's going to realize she wants to be with Wade. Uh, that's a big prediction. I know. <laughs> It'll change next week. She's, she's the new head writer. Yes. Of the show. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> well, it was a good episode. It was really full. Thank you for joining us again. I am Paige Sullivan, and you can follow me on Twitter at Paige Sull. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. You can follow me at C. Archer. And you can follow me at Michelle Renee LA. Thanks again for tuning in. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Afterbuzz.